C E peace. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We're looking at right now that we're having a typical situation in our lives right now. I don't know if there's anywhere in the world that is not experiencing some kind of covert 19. Right now, we're not concerned about anything other than just having a peace in our souls, a peace that passes all understanding, peace in our homes, peace with our children, peace in the church, peace in ministry. So we bind the adversary. So we want to be in the will of God and be at peace in every situation in our lives. Amen. Amen. God began to deal with me this particular subject tonight about peace. Jesus. Sometimes we have peace in the midst of our storms, whether it's a financial storm or an emotional storm or a spiritual storm. We're all going through some kind of storm. Amen. So God began to deal with me and told me to go and just look up the word peace in a Bible dictionary. Amen. Hallelujah. And the Bible dictionary... Um, says in the word of God, peace. First of all, peace is whole, the wholeness. We must be complete in God. We must have a whole spirit mentality toward God. In a form of peace, we must have unity. Our mind, our bodies, and our spirit must line up with the word of God. So you can't be at the church uh, in the middle of a service thinking about what you've got to do when you get home. Mm-hmm. Peace also means having harmony. Oh, okay. That everything's balanced. You can't be so high one minute and so low the other minute and frazzled one minute and just serene at the other minute, um, and unfortunately, so many of our saints are bi- bi- bipolar disorders. Uh-oh. We must have a spiritual prosperity. The churches are teaching about prosperity, how much money you can make, what big house you can have, what big car you can have, but God wants us to have a spiritual peace that our Inner man is in harmony with him and our relationship Uh with everyone around us. Yes, yes. Amen. Amen. And it only is possible by knowing and having a (laughs) relationship Mm -hmm. with God. My God. Without God, we can't have a true peace. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how much money you donate to the church. I don't care how many meals you fix. You have to have peace in the midst of every storm in our lives. Now, the word peace means shalom. Peace, peace, peace. The whole nation of Israel was called You'll see out throughout the Bible, shalom, which means peace, peace, peace. Knowing that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, even more than you can ask, think, or even imagine. We must live in a spiritual safety net in every area of our lives. There are many prophets in the Old Testament that would come and give us a words of encouragement, a, a word to get it right. But constantly, he was wanting Israel to be at peace with one another. And unfortunately, Israel was constantly battling everybody, the Sadducees, the, 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 the Pharisees, uh, everybody else. They were mad and they were in turmoil constantly. Why? Because Israel was not at peace. Now, what we're going through right now in 2021, our souls right now are 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 
torn between two opinions. One minute we're happy, the next minute we're that we're sad, the next minute we want to go to a football game, the next minute we want peace of mind. We just want to go outside and, and just watch the sun go down because there is a a mentality right now of schizophrenia, even in the church. Walk it properly. The place that you think that you must find the peace of God sometimes, like I said, the churches are now have bipolar disorder. Uh-oh. Why? Because they don't know the spirit of the Almighty God. Without God, you cannot exceed. Without God, you can't think. Without God. Uh, and you wonder why sometimes people can't sleep because there is no there is no calmness. There is no peace in our souls. And we toss and we turn and we figure out what do I need to do with this bill? What do I need to do with that bill? And because... Uh, um, the children want to be all up night on the phone, the cell phone, and, and, and they don't have any sleep. So while you're sleeping, they're up on a phone. And then when you wake up in the morning, they can't get up because while you've gone to bed, they're up all night long. Why? Because they have no peace. They get on the internet and oh, everybody loves the Facebook and they get on Facebook and they'll tell all their own business. they tell everything. Your mama don't like daddy, granddaddy don't like grandma, everybody don't like everybody, and, 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 and the, the church is unhappy, the saints unhappy, the, the, the members, the people who don't not confess, confess their salvation unhappy. Why? Because there is no inner peace from God. But when you find the peace of God, we will never be in a situation as we are right now. Israel mad with Russia, Syria is mad with Iran, and everybody, every country is finding a reason. And then they're having dictatorships everywhere. Every, every country, even the United States, had a situation uh, in a couple of months ago where they, they tried to overthrow the government because of voting rights. And it's not about it. It's not. It's not about a a a a a a a party, a particular party. But it's about the peace of God. And because the church has forgotten its first love, there is no peace. There is no peace. There is no spiritual peace. There is no. There is no connection with God. There is no. Remorse. You wonder why some people will kill at a drop of a hat, or a man will curse you out at a stoplight, or uh, uh, folks will get on the bus, and before you know it, they're talking to themselves and they're cursing, they're carrying on. Why? Because there is no spiritual inner peace connection with God, and therefore the enemy will run rampant with your mind. Because if I've got your mind, I've got you. If I've got your mind, you can't think. If I've got your mind, you can't pray. If I've got your mind. So as believers in Christ, we must know and have the peace of God in us that's supposed to be in us. Because Jesus has died on a cross for us. Amen. Amen. Now let's go, amen, to the scripture. John 14. And our primary scripture um, is this. Let's go one more, 26. John 14, 26 and 27. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, and he shall teach you all things, and bring all things to your remembrance. My God, my God. 
27 says this. Uh, and the, in the captions of my Bible, it says, the source of true peace. 27, peace I leave with you. Speaking to John, and John's writing the scriptures, he says now, peace I leave with you. And my peace I give unto you. Not as the world uh, gives. But the world ain't giving a peace. Hallelujah. The world giveth I unto you. But let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Now, peace. Peace, 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 peace. Peace, 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 peace. Shalom. Shalom. When you go to Israel, you see a lot of people, they will greet what the word peace. Say peace. And he tells you here, the Father is letting them know through John that the comforter, the keeper is coming. That Jesus now is coming, getting ready to die. But he's saying, now, I'm not going to walk, I'm not going to let you walk uh, this path alone. Well, he says in his word, people, I will never leave you or forsake you even until the ends of the earth. It says, I, I, hold it. Holy Ghost, high comforter, high Jesus. I will, I, God speaking to his church, God speaking to his ecclesia, God talking to the people of God, God talking to everybody around you. If you choose to give your life to Christ, he says in the midst of your storms, in the midst of your trials, in the midst of accusations, in the midst of no food, in the midst of hope, no hope, God says, I will never leave you or forsake you even until the end of the earth. What do you mean, preacher? You're saying that, if, that God says he's not going to leave me even forever and ever and ever. He's not going to leave you. He's not going to leave you if you give your life to Christ and repent and turn from your wicked ways. God knew, knew all these years ago that this pandemic would happen. God knows that all these people around us would be dying daily. Stars, movie stars, mothers, fathers, sisters, surgeons, doctors, teachers, preachers, children. One time when this, this thing came, it happened. Um, it was mostly the older people passing away. And then... All of a sudden, it was the younger people was dying right and left. And going now, you see massive young babies, young children, five, six, seven years old. They're dying from this disease. And they say, now people begin to question, well, why is God allowing this thing to happen? We don't have the answers from God. We don't know the mind of God because only God knows the mind of God. That he allows things to happen for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I believe the church, if the church was where it was supposed to be, that a lot of these things would not happen because we don't have a relationship with God. Because even in the Old Testament, every time Israel fell short, every time Israel got out of order, Every time Israel began to serve strange gods, not his people, but they decided to go off and do things on their own mindset, they got in trouble with God, and God would allow them to be caught up in bondage and, and, and put them in slavery. Then God would come out and allow them to be free again. 
So we're not now in a bondage like in <coughs> Egypt. The Pharaoh, uh, Moses went to Pharaoh and said, let my people go. And Moses, be, and God told him, see, you can't do that. This, this God told me to tell you what to do. Of course, Pharaoh, you know, when people love my power, they, they don't really want to hear for you, swear about you. They just want money and money and money and more money and power. And power breeds distractions and power makes folks do things so they feel like they want to do. Because when sometimes the problem is with, with about money and gain is the fact that if you don't be careful, the enemy will take that same spirit and use it against you because all you want is more wealth. Here we have God coming down in the New Testament through John. This is the same John that the Bible speaks of in Revelations and tell him, he says, um, it says, uh, my beloved John, whom I love, which means that Christ, there's nowhere itself in the uh, other people in the Bible that it was always spoken of, he would speak of John the Beloved. Okay? Which means that he had a personal relationship as a one-on-one -on -one human being part of him. So we have to have a build a relationship with Christ. Not just give your life to Christ, but you began a process of knowing who he is. So he tells John, he says, he says, believers, but the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. They speak of him in the Bible as the triune Godhead. In other words, they are one, but they're three in one. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. The God, Elohim, focused the world into existence. That God that led Israel out of bondage. The same God that spoke Joseph into being. The same God that took care of, uh, of, of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and he spoke, and he said, he said, but he said, oh, but I see three, I see three, I put three in the fire, but now I see four. Mm -hmm. So there is a possibility that we have a relationship so close to us that even when we're in our fires, when we in our wind storms, we just had uh, in Louisiana and Mississippi and in other places, the same God of fire, the same God of smoke, the same God that we have the capacity to accept God, and now He comes becomes your comforter. He becomes whatever you need. If you need a home, He's your comforter. If He needs children saved, He's your comforter. He's if He's it's a job you need, He's your comforter. I come to comfort you. I come to hold you. I come to direct you. I come to hold you in the midnight hours. I come to you in the middle of your storms and your trials. And I come to comfort you when death is all around you, in your family, near you, in your job. God is there. He's a comforter. He says that God says, I have to go away. So my comforter comes. So if had Jesus had not left this earth, the comforter could not have come. Because every person has to display the things that have created for them to do. Jesus came down, came in the form of his mother, and he accomplished those things that God had called him to do. And he began to tell him, now, I want you to know this. And I'm revealing this to my buddy, through John the Apostle, that John called the beloved one. That same John talked in John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave the only begotten his son, that, that he, we might be saved. That same 
word that revelates into in the book of Romans 8, uh, Romans 10, and then to tell you that how you confess with your heart, uh, with your mouth and believe in your heart, then you shall be saved that same John that you revealed himself to him. He says here, but hallelujah, but the comforter, my peacemaker, my whole, my holder, my keeper, my one that I have to cry out in the middle of the night and he's still right there with me. What? Because he loves me. It's not the kind of sexual love. It's not that, that friend love, but it's the kind of love that can, that could keep you comforted in the midnight hour. Come on, come on, prophet. I hear some women crying, but oh, I want me a husband. I want this. But see, your true peace comes from God, that whether you have a husband or you're not. Uh -oh. uh, because some people can have a husband in the house, but they're not really doing what they're supposed to do. Oh, walk maybe, it. Maybe things not working out for you, but you know, so what you know, your real peace must only come not from a man, not from a woman, not from your children, but true peace comes Jesus. only from God. Leaving with you my last and best dying legacy that my last legacy mm -hmm. was to let you know as a people that you must have peace that we must be kind to one another that you might be tempted but in the midst of your temptations we must know that God is our ultimate peace. Some people, that's why a lot of people get hired. A lot of people, they run around and cheat in a lot. Some people think, well, I thought there's no peace. There's no peace. Sometimes just, just get in your, your house, get in your room at night and turn everything off and just meditate on him. God, I know you're real. God, show me. You. God, I know you're real. So sometimes I just need to feel and experience your presence. I, 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 I don't understand some things that I, that I might have lost this one or this one might not have worked out or that job maybe wasn't for you. But I know, God, I know that you said that you would take care of me. So, God, teach me how to be at peace. I must tell you that sometimes there's some people that I don't care what you do. They will never have no peace. And because... They Ooh, don't have no Jesus. peace. They will never allow you to be peace unless you demand that in the peace of God that you will walk in His will. That way you think what you weigh or what you happen. And when you realize that you just can't make it, you just can't make it because you want, you don't want to live the rest of your life, never experience the peace uh, of God. We got to have oh, harmony. Jesus. It's almost taking a symphony, and you have the bass, uh, the bass guitar, or you might have the trumpet, and you might have the trombone, and you might have the flute, but they all must play in harmony. They all must play together. They, whether they're playing loud.
in chapter what? Because he knew you were going to be in trouble. He knew you were going to be frustrated. He knew you were going to aggravate it. He knew you just didn't know what was going to go on. You didn't. You figured you didn't know what was what's going on. You, you know, tornadoes, floods, storms, fires. Uh, uh, truly, these are the things what the Bible speaks of uh, in Matthew in the last days. So all these things are coming to pass. But he's still saying to us, let not your heart. He said, nobody else. He said, but don't heart, don't be, don't be troubled. Neither be afraid. So we can't be afraid. We cannot be afraid. Amen. God's telling the church. God's telling his believers, don't, don't worry. Amen. Let not your heart be troubled. Because you know, when you're afraid, when the enemy senses you're afraid, then you get worried. You get worried, you can't sleep. That's you can't it. sleep, you don't know what they're going to do. Uh -oh. You begin to say, God, I don't know what's happening. God, I'm giving you all my life. God, I'm trying to do everything I want to do. You told me to do what it looks like. The more I do right, the more the enemy attacks me. That is his job. The enemy's job is to tear you down, to destroy you. But you got to realize that the God that you serve, he will never, he said, I will never leave you. I don't care how many people exist on the on the planet today. God knows everybody. God knows everybody's heart. God knows what we think before we think it. God knows what we live before we were going to live it. Walk it because it. God is in charge of everything that what we will have or will ever have. But he's saying to his people, I have to go away. But don't worry. Don't worry. Remember the commercial on TV says, don't worry, be happy. He says, I will never, never, as Jesus Christ, the living God, created the heavens and the earth in the form of the triune God. It said, let not your heart be troubled. Mary, don't let your heart be troubled. Anybody that hear me on the sound of your voice, God saying to tell me, to tell you, let not your heart be troubled. Yes, your heart's been troubled. Yes, your heart's been broken. Yes, it looks like you've got these children to take care of and you don't have no milk. You're, you're refrigerated. You've lost everything in the storm. You lost everything. You just, it just looks like God's not uh, concerned about you, but it is not the case. There's nothing in this Bible. It is not the truth. And God's saying to you tonight, let not your heart be troubled, nor, see the, the first part of the scriptures, in the first chapter, it says, let not your heart be troubled, that you believe in me. But now he comes down and says, there's only seven, he says, let not your heart be troubled. And <coughs> also, don't be afraid. Amen. Don't be afraid in the storm. Don't be afraid of the fire. Don't be afraid of the wind. Don't be afraid of, of pollution. Don't be afraid of the covert 19. Don't be afraid. We don't have to shout. Don't let your heart be troubled in the midst of anything because we serve who? The greater one. And the greater one is who? Jesus Christ, the living God. We have to work, search our heart. Oh. And don't put anybody before God. Don't put anybody before God. Your husband can't die for you. Your children can't die for you. Your mama, they, they, them, anybody, them. You got to put your heart in the hands of heart and give your life to Christ. Because if you don't, you're putting somebody else before God. The Bible says, God says, he's a jealous God. He doesn't want us to put anybody else but before him. Mm -hmm. So he knew right. in 2021 this pandemic was going to happen. He knew the devastation. He knew what was going on. He knew uh, all this stuff. He knew uh, people were hating one another for no reason at all. He knew that people just liked 
don't like people other because of the color of their skin as if that you could make a decision who what color you could be. This is totally idiotic. It is a devil's mentality to destroy and pull down everything that's not like God. That is his job description. But our job description is Christ that serve him. Come on, come on. Amen. Pray, fast, and believe God that surely as long as there is a heaven, there will be hell. And who or where you will be served to this day. Peace in the midst of our storm. Every great person in the Bible went through storm. Abraham went through storm. And God founded a whole nation on him. God, uh, Moses went through storm uh, with a whole bunch of million people in the desert. And then they, they wanted to repair, uh, rebel. And that's why I wrote Moses didn't get into the kingdom because he got aggravated and he did something that God told him not to do. But he allowed him to look over to the other side to see the promised land, the same God. The same God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abendo ago, because what he trusted in him, he believed in him. And they said, I'm, oh, oh, king, I'm not so careful to, to bow down and serve you. Uh, I, 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 I don't care. There's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abendo. And the, and the king said, he said, oh, but I put three men in the fire. But look, I see a fourth man that looks like unto him the son of God. Come on, come on, come on, brother. So there Man. is a son of God. And I want you to know tonight that we serve the same God. We serve the same God. Prophet the prophet. Uh, teacher the teacher. Preacher the preacher. Hallelujah. The same God that served and walked on the fire. The same God that walked on the ocean. The same God that spoke to Peter and said, just walk out on the water. The same God, no matter what happens that we're going through in our lives, it doesn't really matter what goes on as long as you believe in his word, believe in his ways, learn as his precepts. Because surely as we are born, we will die one late day like Jesus himself. And so again, where will you end up in eternity? Are you going to die and go to hell? But the Bible tells us that hell enlarges itself. In other words, there's so much going on that my hell's got to get bigger. Because for all these people that don't want to do right, don't want to live right, don't want to live like the, like the words say, uh, uh, God said, I, my, my, I got my show L. It's got to get, get larger. Because some folks just ain't going to do right. But it said, let not your heart be troubled. Don't worry about it. Hold on to him. Because in the midst of your storm, in the midst of not able to pay your bills, in the midst of your car breaking down, in the midst of your children just acting crazy, and you brought them up in the church, you know you taught them the right way, but they just choose to do wrong. Because at, at, at the age of accountability, you have a decision to make uh, when you know right, but yet you do wrong. But God's telling us tonight, let not your heart be troubled. I got your back. I'm leaving. When I leave, I will give you a comforter. I will give somebody that's going to be with you all day long, all night long. I got. I will be with you in the midst of your of your storms. I I will be with you in the midst of your covert nineteen. I will be uh, with you and miss you when 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 your heart your, your your house falls apart in the midst of everything. I be with you forever because I'm leaving. Jesus says, but I have a comforter. 
so I can be here and there and everywhere at the same time because I'm God. I, I just don't have to get on a plane and go from here to Egypt and go from Egypt to Lebanon and from Lebanon to Iraq and from, from Iraq to United States. But I'm, a, I'm the God that's here and there and here and everywhere at the same time. I'm a God that's an equal opportunity employee. I'm a, I'm, I'm a person that loves you with all your might. I, I died on a cross for you. And on the third day, I got up for the resurrection power that given unto me from my father, the same father, the same God, the same God that I lead. But let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Don't let your heart be afraid. Don't let your heart be afraid. What do you mean, let not your heart be afraid, preacher? All these going things wrong. I don't understand it. I really don't want to hear it, but it sounds interesting. And right now, I just want somebody to talk to my spirit. I don't know you personally, but God, I thank you if you'd allowed me just to, just to hear this, 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 this broadcast because I know I, yeah, I understand. So I thank you, God, for sending this woman her way so I can hear her voice and, and God in the anointing. I want you to understand. Amen. God, help me. I don't understand this mess. I, 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 I don't understand it, God. I know I should have given my life to you many years ago, and I, I don't understand, God. So help me get to this. But you said you'll never leave me. For oh, Rabbi, you said you take care of me. But it don't feel like it. I don't, I don't feel like I'm loved. I don't feel like I'm taken care of. I don't feel like I'm, I'm protected. I just don't feel these things right now. And I know, I know, I, I can't go by my feelings, but my, 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 my inner man is hurting. My children are hungry. I don't have a place to live. Uh, the, the government's cutting back. The rich getting richer and the poor getting poor. And I, I don't know what I, I get. I get so mad with the, uh, the husband or the boyfriend that maybe I really just want to kill him, but I ain't going to kill him because I got to have my children. I love my children. And so I, sometimes I put my children before you, God, but help me to be the person that you want me to be. But you say you're going to let not my heart be troubled. Uh -oh. Oh, why is my heart so troubled? My why God, is my, my heart God. so troubled? How, why can't we sleep? Why can't we eat? Why can't yeah. we pray sometimes? Why, uh, God, why, 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 why? Have your way, Holy Ghost. I ought to but because your words said let not. My heart be troubled. God, I'm going to try with all my heart tonight that I'm going to get a good night's sleep. I'm going to try with my heart, all my whole heart tonight. I'm going to try to trust you more. I, I'm going to try with my whole heart tonight. I'm going to get on the side of my bed and pray. I ask God to give give me another chance and, and ask you to come into my heart and, 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 and confess with my heart and, and believe what your word saying. God, give me a good night's sleep. And, and maybe tomorrow it'll be a better day with God. Help me, help me in my unbelief. What you said to me, that you will never leave me or forsake me. And you said, let not be afraid. So I come to you tonight with the same mindset. That let not my heart be troubled. Let not my heart be troubled. So God, please teach me how to meditate. Teach me how to pray. Teach me how to do what you call me to do. Teach me to meditate uh, day and night. Teach me how to mm. how to go into intercessions for the things that I need. Teach me how Jesus. to walk in your grace. Teach me how to be what the woman or the man that you call me to be. God, teach me to walk out of my bondage. Teach me to walk out of my sin. Teach me how to be what you want me to be because I can't breathe anymore, God. I've gotten to the point that I can't breathe anymore because it's, it's got to be a way to, another way. It's got to be another safety zone. It's got to be something on, other than on, what on, the earth brings to me. I need you. Now, have you ever gotten to the point that you said in yourself, God, I need you now. I don't need you yesterday. I don't need you tomorrow. But I, I can only I come on to what I need you now. God, I, I know what the words say. I know what the books say. I know I go to church. But God, where are you when I need you? 
what you're telling me in the scriptures tonight, God. Not let your heart, my heart, my soul, my my inner being is crying out, God, I don't know what to do, but your word saying to me, let not your heart, but God, I don't know your heart and my heart might not be in the same spot. So teach me to be what you want me to be. My God. My soul, David says, my soul cries out. My soul, my inner man, that thing that I can't touch, that thing that I can't reach, but that touch thing that only God that you can tap into my mind so that I'm not so troubled. Help me, God. Help my heart, help my mind, help my spirit. Because I just want to be where you want me to be. I want to do what you want me to do. I want to go where you want to go. I want to be with you one day, God. Help us to stand. Help us as a nation not to forgive. Teach us to forgive. God, I bind the adversary, everything around us. God, take care of our children, our grandchildren. In the name of Jesus. And God, now all we can do is stand down your word. And tonight your scripture says this. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Trouble. I don't know what to do. Afraid. I don't know what to do. But we serve a God tonight that is in control of the universe. He knows the intent of our heart. And he loves us and he forgives us. And God, we thank you for giving us the word tonight. And help us, even in unbelief, to let not be afraid. And let not us be troubled in the midst of our pandemic, in the midst of our storms in California, in the midst of our storms, which we had in New Liana and Mississippi, in the midst of the storms that went through Mississippi, parts of Georgia, Virginia, the same God that went through New York City and caved into the subways and all these. Thank you, God. You said, let not our hearts be troubled. Thank God. Thank you, God. Thank you for loving us in the the midst of our storms. So, ladies and gentlemen, tonight I want you to know, let not your heart be in trouble. And don't be afraid. He didn't tell you one thing. He told us two things. He said, let not your heart, you, you out there, lady, you out there, man, you out there, let not your heart, I'm talking to you, let not your heart be troubled or be afraid. You don't put no thought on tomorrow. You pray for this day. And let God take care of the next day. Let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. But that word, it says shalom. That word shalom means peace. So we command peace in the atmosphere where you sit. We speak peace in an atmosphere where each of you sit listening by the internet or by the phone or any other but where you sit right now Bill, right there where you are sandra right there where you are sam right there where you sit and know that god is right where where you are and that's why the comforter said um i got uh, Jesus spoke, he said, i got to go. But I'm not leaving you alone. I'm leaving peace. 
So that means we have the capacity to have peace in the midst of every storm in our life that has already come or that will come. Then the key word he said at the end. Don't worry about that. Check out your back. I'm with you. Don't be afraid. My God, my God. Spiritually. He said, spiritually, I mean that in a man that you hear my voice. God told me to tell you. In the midst of your storm, in the midst of the hunger, in the midst of not having enough to take for the bills or the, the midst of all this tornado activity, all this stuff that's going on, these are things that the Bible speaks of in Revelation. But you've got to know. And if you have not given your life to Christ, you have an opportunity to. Your Bible says here in the book of Romans 8, you can believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. And then you shall be saved. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. God, we thank you. Since we talked to you last, God, we thank you because in the midst of the storms in the United States of America, that millions of people now are still sitting in their homes without light, food, direction, just devastate. But God, I know that you're able. I know that your Bible says that you're able exceedingly abundantly you can do anything God because you are God so we speak to the minds right now in the spirit that thing that you can't see things that you can't taste but that thing that handles your emotions your love walk your love talk your desires your dreams let everything in your heart line up with the word of God. Because God is in control of everything. From the birds to the leaves, the animals and the trees. He is the creator of the universe. We serve the same God of Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, David, Bathsheba, everybody in the Bible. It's the same God that we serve. And we let not our hearts be troubled. And we will not be afraid in the midst of our storms, in the midst of our rain, in the midst of our flood, in the midst of devastation, in the midst of children, in the midst of COVID-19, in the midst of everything we trust and believe. Mm -hmm. And you are king of glory, and you are mighty in God. We thank you, and we praise you. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. So we thank God for the word tonight. We thank God for his awesome, awesome words. And we praise you. Amen. If there's anybody um, that wish to ask for a prayer for the night, and then what we're going to do um really want to just pray for those cities right now that's devastated father we thank you for the people of louisiana we thank you god for the things people of mississippi we thank you god for every state was touched by tragedy and destruction in the name of jesus god let our hearts not be troubled god we ask you to protect our children in the storm protect our children they're going back to school to check our children, God. We don't understand, God, but your word says, let lean not to your own understanding, but in all things acknowledge him, and you will direct our path. So, God, what we're asking you to do tonight is to direct our path from the least to the greatest, whether it's the United States of America, or whether it's the senators, or, 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 or whether it's the little children. God, direct this nation's path. God, we repent for our nation. We repent for everything that come against that we did not see or have not known. 
I repent because your word said, and your word said, if I can just find one. So we repent as a people, as a God, as a nation. In the name of Jesus, we praise you. And God, keep your hands on those people that came from Afghanistan. And God, take care of those soldiers who died and their families are hurting. In the name of Jesus, we praise you, God. We thank you for the internet because now we can reach souls at all costs. Not for money, not for power. That's right. But simply because we love you, God. Amen. And amen. Praise the Lord tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank you for being here huh? and just think with God on time tonight. And it's 9.01. If there's anything else wants to come in, say anything else. Other than that, other than that we're going to go ahead and um, uh, close up. Amen. All right. I think um, silence gives us consent, I believe. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. So we're looking forward to coming to you next Thursday night. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, y'all be encouraged. Uh, in the word of God, God loves us. God loves us. He loves us. He forgives us. And he died on the cross for us. He could have easily just wiped us all out and started a whole, whole universe of people again. Mm-hmm. But that's what God is. God is love. He is love. Jesus Christ is love. That's basically the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament. In the Old Testament, Jesus had not come to on the earth through the form of his mother, Mary. And so God had not a dwelling place in one person or the other. So he would move, use different prophets. He would use situations. But when Jesus um, uh, mother came, was impregnated by the Holy Spirit, and, and therefore Jesus came on the scene and allowed us to be a part of his life and his nation. Amen. Welcome. So God. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. Thank you for allowing us to give your word tonight. God, you know the needy people. You know the people are devastated, gone through all these situations. Father, we thank you, God. We know the word said, let not our hearts be troubled. So, God, when we can't let our hearts be troubled, give us the peace that passes all understanding. Peace has to be in our hearts tonight. Mm. We don't have to understand it, but we have to believe in the peace. The peace of God that passes all understanding. And the word shalom, me too. God bless you, saints. And you have a God-blessed evening. God night. Bye-bye. Amen. We thank everybody for tuning in to ELR, Prophetic Shift on tonight on Amen, a mantle of prayer. Amen. If you feel a need that to sow a seed for kingdom expansion, you can uh, cash up of Apostle Robertson E. Robertson. That's dollar sign, Apostle E. Robertson. Or, I mean, you can also uh, go to our PayPal account. And our PayPal account is paypal.me forward slash E-L-R prophetic Or even just visit our website. Amen. On throughout this week. So we just thank God for what he is doing in the season. Amen. That what he's doing. We thank God for the support. For all the multiple countries of 19 countries and 27 states. Amen. That's constantly going uh, throughout the week. Amen. It's always a, a blessing um, for uh, people to constantly just to hear a word or, or even just to uh, ask for prayer. Amen. It's a blessing that God is allowing us to do it this season. So we just thank God for your blessing on tonight. Amen. We thank you for tuning in. Amen. Tune in. Amen. On Sunday. Amen. 
Sunday morning manna that will be with uh, Pastor Franklin Goffin at 1130. Amen. A.M. And tune in on Sunday night. Amen. Sunday night. Amen. Raw. Amen. At 7 p.m. So we thank you. Amen. We want to give a special shout out to our Honorable Chief Apostle Rodney Tate. Amen. That is uh, of apostolic alignment. Who's my covering? I thank God for him. He is very precious to me. And we just thank God for the empowerment that he is pushing his leaders in this season. The leaders that uh, he's assigned to us as uh, being our head coach. Amen. And we just thank God for what he is doing. Amen. On tonight. Amen. So we're getting ready to close out. If you want to send a prayer request, feel free to send that prayer request. Amen. Out to the 636 number. Amen. 4220344. And one of Amen. The uh, preachers of the gospel will contact you as a public line. So for those who are leaving messages, please leave messages that are appropriate. Amen. And because we believe in divine order. Amen. Amen. So we thank God for tuning in. Amen. On tonight. God bless you. May the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit continue to rest, rule abide in his kingdom forevermore. Amen. Until we meet again next time. Amen. Throughout the week. Amen. God bless you. Yeah.